Hey friends, welcome to the Next Step Leadership Podcast, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step. I'm Tracy Reynolds, and my partner for the Next Step Journey is Chris Maxwell. Together we hope to inspire, assist, and create the confidence you need to take your next step in your personal growth, spiritual growth, vocation, or even your calling. Thanks for joining us. Well, come on, let's dive into this week's episode of Next Step Leadership. Well, today we're continuing a conversation with Bronson Crawford. Bronson is on the Athens Church staff as the stewardship director. And in our last podcast, he was telling us a bit about himself. And then he was reliving one of the stories that actually Chris and I had uh, a part of. We were actually on the board of directors at Synergy Church in Winder, Georgia, when he was making some very difficult decisions to discontinue that church. So let's join that conversation with Chris and myself and Bronson now. As a writer and a communicator, I'm always looking for good takeaway lines or good portions of a story that need to be repeated. And so many parts from last week's podcast that we need to be like, uh, can we hear that again? (laughs) Uh, And uh, Tracy, many parts of the conversation are are that way to me. I'm just kind of wanting to hit hit play and uh, hear that again. Um, But... So many people in our um, to, in today's culture, not just those who are listening to this podcast, but in today's culture, are worn out. They feel defeated, uh, but they also feel alone. Uh, they're like living life of ministry or in business, wherever in the singular. Um, as you were as you were talking to us about the the meeting that you had with me and with Tracy and with others on your leadership team, we were just kind of there to listen. You didn't have to decide that alone. Uh, and then you talked about how we encouraged you to go and talk to a counselor. Um, Tracy, how many people are listening to this that need to um, go see someone, not try to fight alone, but have other people in their story? Absolutely. Um, Bronson, you had shared about going to see a counselor, and uh, I had quite a, frankly... I'm not surprised that we share that with you, but I had forgotten that part of the narrative and and how important it had been and how transformative it had been in your life. So talk about some of that because you have people listening that are probably going through similar things. Uh, that Why was that important and, and how did that shape you? I'll speak just for me. Um, my perception of professional counseling um, was that that was for those people that couldn't figure things out on their own, those weak-minded people who weren't good at solving problems, uh, that couldn't decide things on their own. Um, But what I learned was that professional counseling isn't for the weak. It's it's for everyone, Mm -hmm. and it's for the wise is really who it's Mm -hmm. for. It's having someone hear your story, hear your situation, hear your circumstances, and call out those areas in your mindset that are not true, that are based on lies. Um, For me, my experience was um, having Dr. Anderson allow me to identify the unhealthy thought patterns the um, 
outright lies mm-hmm. that I was choosing to believe, uh, the fears that were in my heart that I didn't realize were there. Uh, it basically was someone to see inside of my heart uh, with an expertise that I didn't possess mm-hmm. to identify steps that I could take to remain healthy and not allow circumstances to dictate the trajectory of my life, but the truth of who I am in Christ and what God's plans for me, uh, it would allow that to prevail. So good. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me, hearing back some of those, when, when he would reflect back those things to you, and Dr. Anderson would say, Bronson, it sounds like you're saying, or, or knowing him, he probably said it more straightforward than that, uh, which is, I'm thinking as I'm listening to you, there are certain counselors finding the right one, would be important. Dr. Anderson is is an athlete. He's a man's man. Uh, he works with military uh, folks. I mean, he he's he's a commanding presence in a room. Uh, but when he would say back to you, Bronson, this is what I hear you saying. How did man? How did that feel to hear that mirror f- flip back at you like that? Yeah, he he was a perfect fit for me. Um, I specifically remember. <laughs> this is funny. I specifically remember saying, you know, Dr. Anderson, I just feel like things never work out for me. Um, (laughs) And I remember him calling BS on that. (laughs) Uh, And I remember saying, no, you're not hearing me. This is how I feel. I feel like, you know, the things just don't work out. I I try things. And he would call BS. And it frustrated me. And I eventually was like, why are you calling BS on me? And he helped me walk through all of the things that have worked out in my life Mm -hmm. and how God had used things. Incredible wife that I don't deserve. Three kids that are a huge blessing to me. Parents that have faithfully loved me and led me. Um, mentors in my life, uh, I think of Pastor Tony, I think of you guys, I mean, and others. My life was full of blessings, mm. and I was focused on a select few yeah. things that I thought didn't work out. And um, he helped me see that, mm. and that it was a lie, and that the truth was God had blessed me in ways I did not deserve. And I had so many opportunities in front of me that m- lots of people would die to have. Mm-hmm. And I was overlooking them because I couldn't see past a few specific lies that I was choosing to believe. And so he, he just, I mean, some things you can't, you can't see That's right. on your own. Right. And you need someone to look inside your soul, to look inside your heart, and to help you navigate. Yeah transitions and difficult situations and it was a gift i had a um a toyota prius that was red that died about a month ago and i got a new one and it's like 11 years newer and there's all kind of computer stuff in there that was not in i mean i didn't even have bluetooth or anything i was like dark ages kind of car and so this one it has these mirrors on the side that they all have mirrors right but these have radar Oh my goodness. So that I can see in my blind spots. So when I got a blind spot, what happens is it lights up. The lights start flashing. Now, not having driven a car that has lights that go off in your blind spots, I was like, what? I, I, I could like ignore them. 
not even know they were happening around me. But what I think a counselor or a pastor or someone who loves you enough to say, we got these blind spots out there. And, and I'm learning now to pay attention. They have saved me from probably no less than five wrecks already because it'll, it'll let me. Now, it screams at me a little bit and it'll pull the wheel back sometimes. It's, now, that's a little weird. Uh, I'm thinking, who's driving this car really? Uh, but these lights going off and noticing, hey, you got a blind spot. You got something, as you said, I can't see that. And I got to have somebody else. If I'm doing the life in the singular, like you say so regularly, Chris, and it's so true, then I need somebody to to blink those lights or, or, or call BS or whatever to say, listen, you got some blind spots. You got some stuff you're not seeing. And we can't do that by ourselves, right? Uh, yeah, and the key is, is you've got, someone or someones in your life that you can truly be authentic with, that you can share how you really are. Yep. When you don't feel like you need to share that with certain people because it may affect them and you don't want them to have to carry what you're carrying, Mm -hmm. you got to have someone that can help you carry it. And uh, so that was a huge blessing for me. Uh, Literally uh, three months ago, um, you know, I planted a church. I closed that church. And there's a pastor in Colorado who had planted a church and who feels like it's not going well and he wants to quit. And by the grace of God, who did he get put in touch with? Mm-hmm. Well, someone who's been down that road, That's me. Right. Yeah. And so I was able to relate to him That's in right. a way that other people don't relate. And the things that I have learned, I was able to pass on to him and encourage him. And, uh, you know, your, your failures, your mistakes, if you allow them, they can define you. But if you'll trust God with those areas, he'll use them for his glory and for your good. But how do we do that? From moving from theory to experience, how do we make the decision? I'm going to trust God in this. All right, we're talking to a counselor. They're guiding us through the process. But, you know, our feelings may be so loud. Our emotions are so noisy and then those thoughts. But then we have to make a decision to not be controlled by that. That's not easy, but so how do we do it? It's, it's for me, it's a simple matter of being healthy. Mm. And being healthy requires a doctor a lot of times. Mm. And when you get injured or scarred, if you just live in that, then you aren't going to make the wise decisions. Mm. But once you allow someone else um, to speak into your health, whether it's emotional or mental, um, it allows you to make those decisions that you probably wouldn't have made on your own. So some, sometimes, honestly, you just can't make those decisions by yourself. Right. And so it takes vulnerability to allow someone yeah. else to process that with you. Mm-hmm. I, I would encourage anyone that's going through a difficult time that maybe feels like they want to quit or they want to give up or they can't keep going forward, uh, not to carry that alone. Mm-hmm. There's right. someone who's been there, done that, that can speak into your life right now that will help you make decisions moving forward that will be best for you. And, yeah. and what God's call in your life is. That's so good. Well, th- uh, Tracy and I want to thank you for being honest with us. Absolutely. You know, and dealing with that issue. Let's not rush past those things. Um, you're willing to 
talk about it. But um, as you have gone through the transition and dealing with uh, life disappointments, tell us a little more about some of the good things God's doing in your life now, how you're making a difference and, and giving hope to the hurting. Man, I, I honestly feel like um, I went through a season that was really difficult, um, and I feel like I've experienced a lot of blessing lately. And it's mm. it's obviously I'm the same person, right? It's nothing that I've done. God's just been really gracious to me um, in my role as stewardship director at Athens Church. Um, we've seen giving increase even during a global pandemic yeah. when lots of churches didn't experience that um, to the point that we're able to start a second location mm. that we're getting ready to start I'm construction on. Um, so, so professionally, I feel like I went from a season of struggle and difficulty to a season where it just feels like God's just blessing mm. efforts. And I'm, I'm hearing stories of people whose lives have been changed in the area of finances and giving, and I've seen God's provision. Um, I've been able to lead our church um, in a specific prayerful mindset mm. through um, lots of decisions, but Every month, uh, when it comes to giving at our church, we have a giving prayer point. We're praying for God to provide a specific amount, and that was not something that we had ever done prior to COVID, but God allowed me just to lean in and trust Him, and that's something that I've been able to gift to our team, and I see our team in lots of different areas now beginning to prayerfully approach decisions Mm. and step out in faith and believe that God will provide the volunteers or whatever needs that they have. Um, and so that's been a huge blessing uh, at home. Um, man, I've, I've got a wife that's amazing, Lindsay, yeah. uh, that, that keeps me um, heading in the right direction. We've got three kids, 13, 10, and 7, that are amazing. The older two are boys. Um, and it's just been such a blessing to see them grow and mature um, and, and step into a relationship with Jesus themselves. Amen. And that's been my greatest blessing. Absolutely. Wow. You know, the word stewardship, you've mentioned a couple times, and I know that's in your title. Tell us a bit about what, what does that mean to you, and, and how is it so pivotally important in a, the life of, of a disciple of Jesus? So, yeah, honestly, I mean, steward just means a manager. And mm. so when it comes to finances, uh, we're managers of what God owns. He's entrusted resources into our care, and um, we get to either— leverage those um, the way that he would have us leverage those, or we can just try to accumulate things for ourselves. And Mm so um, it's been a blessing to see people take steps to embrace biblical uh, stewardship, uh, getting out of debt, uh, giving financially, taking tithe challenges, um, beginning to give for the first time, Mm Um, and it's been really cool to see how God yeah. has um, blessed our church. I think the word generosity plays into that, learning to be a generous person. That's a prayer that I, I regularly pray for, for Lisa and me, that my wife and I, that we would be uh, continually developing and growing in generosity. And, and that's uh, not just in money, obviously, but, but just in every area. 
You know, if it's just attitudinally being kind with someone or, or caring enough to, to hear their story and empathize. But also generosity in the tangibles, you know, from stuff to, to whatever. And that's, um, that seems to be a never-ending, for me, in my house, it's a never-ending growth process. And I can see you being to, able to be not just a teacher but a cheerleader uh, in that regard. Uh, you're enjoying that, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I really am. You know, Jesus was, God was generous. He gave his only Still. son, right? So if we're going to follow him, that is a character trait that we mm-hmm. take on. And so, yeah, like yourself, I am constantly pushing back against this cultural, worldly mindset of mm-hmm. getting more and getting more. Um, e- even I have conversations with church leaders who um, honestly are asking questions like, how can we get more money from people? And I'm right. like, well, you've already missed it. Like, that's <laughs> not the point. We're not trying to get from people. Okay, we want them to embrace something. We want something right. for, for them, them, not from them. And so even being able to lead that way, it's like, this is good for you. This is best for you. Um, it's just a way that, you know, keeps people from feeling the, the sliminess mm. in the church world around finances. I have a very direct question for you. It's a totally different direction. If some of our audience are people that are, that are either starting out in ministry, maybe they're in, in college because we still get to, to serve in higher education, um, or they're in church world, and they're, they're going through high school, middle school ministry, and they're, they're on the front end of, or, or tonight we've got a group of young adults. And they're, if, what would you say, Bron, the, Bronson, the, the reaching towards the 40-somethings, uh, what would you say to Bronson, the 21-year-old, if you could say something right now? What, what would you say to that, Bronson? I would say from the beginning... Surround yourself with people who are um, who will be honest with you and will call out the areas in your life that aren't healthy. Mm. And from the beginning, lean on others more than you lean on yourself and your own abilities and your own talents. You can do things on your own that aren't for the glory of God, but when you depend on God... He can do things through you that you could never do on yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you build a ministry or your life on your own talents and ambitions, you may achieve some things, but at the end of the day, it's going to feel empty or vain. But if you'll learn to surround yourself with people that will lead you to be healthy and to trust Christ and to be faithful, mm-hmm. then you'll get towards the end and you'll just be grateful for what God's done through you rather than what you've done for him. Boy, that mm. is so good. Amen. Well, I need this. Thanks thanks for these conversations. Yes. Thanks for your friendship, uh, your your servant leadership, your heart. Uh, Tracy and I are, are both uh, very thankful for you. We're mm-hmm. proud of you. Um, We've cried a few times in these conversations, but really in the big picture, you put a smile on my face uh, to see where you are, what you're doing, how you're living this life with Jesus and helping other people do that also. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you you for having me. I I honestly respect uh, both of you so much and love you. And thank you for your impact on my life and obviously your impact on others. Well, we want to have that impact of 
just bringing um, our lives right where Jesus wants them mm-hmm. to be, and He's guiding us and helping us all yes, find ways to make uh, our next steps our best steps. Thanks for joining us on Next Step Leadership, a weekly conversation dedicated to your personal growth and leadership development. Chris and I are so glad you joined us. You can find us on your favorite podcast providers. Do us a favor and hit subscribe. And if you really want to help us, give us a rating. We so appreciate your support. Check out our show notes for more information regarding guest contact information. Tracy Reynolds' new book, Second Chair Leadership, How to Serve, Thrive, and Lead from Where You Play, is available now at ctracyreynolds.com or Amazon. Chris Maxwell's 11th book, Equilibrium, 31 Ways to Stay Balanced on Life's Uneven Services, is available now at chrismaxwell.me or Amazon, where you can find all of Chris's previous books as well. Our featured music is by Casual Americans. You can find their musical releases at casualamericans.com or your favorite music supplier. We release Next Step Leadership each Thursday. So join us again next week on the Next Step Journey, a conversation dedicated to helping you make your next step your best step.